Hello. Hello. We're back. Welcome to the second episode of Roomies at, at the, the movies. movies. So, Theresa. <laughs> yes, First Elizabeth. Of all, before we get into the episode, we really, really, really want to thank. All the supporters of the podcast. We were so overwhelmed yes. when our first episode <laughs> was released. So many people reached out to us. It was so nice and said so many sweet things. Um, and yeah, we're really happy and motivated. Yeah, seriously, the support was really overwhelming. Super unexpected. Like, also we did really not <laughs> think that that like was going to happen. We were thinking, oh, maybe like a couple of our friends will watch it, but who knows? <laughs> like five. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> and then like seriously, so many people got back to us about it. And we just want our listeners to know that we are listening to your guys' suggestions <laughs> and advice. And we're an ever-improving podcast. Absolutely. So as well as human beings, ever-improving. Send all your messages <laughs> Very welcome, and yeah, thank you so, so much. Yes, we really appreciate it so much. All right. So, so what do we have today, Elizabeth? What do we have on the menu? Today, <laughs> we're talking about our September highlights. And, and basically, what you should be watching for the second half of October, because that's exactly. when the podcast is going to be released. Yeah. This is what you should not miss out on in Amsterdam Cinematographic happening <laughs> <laughs> at all the independent movie theaters exactly, in the city exactly. all right uh so yeah um first of all we can say there has no not been any um, major disappointments this week only good stuff out there today um so um we don't have anything that we yeah honestly recommend. we have been seeing really good some stuff good stuff i would movies. say so too yeah there's and I mean, obviously, since we did not have all summer to see 40 freaking movies, <laughs> uh, we d obviously watched less, but we have Still been quite a lot. seeing really good movies and we have a lot to talk about. Uh, should we just jump right in? Let's jump right <laughs> in. And first of all, as well, this podcast contains spoilers. If this is the first episode of us that you're listening to, please don't listen to this if you don't want to get spoiled major just come back later exactly all right um so the first movie theresa shirley by by josephine decker it's a 2020 movie that's what's what we're going to discuss today we're also yeah. going to discuss baby teeth finally we already said it in the last episode finally yeah. we can talk about it i finally watched it <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least we're going to discuss the kingmaker yeah that's a documentary uh, very shocking, and I cannot wait to talk about it. <laughs> Indeed. Okay. Yeah. Let's start off with Shirley by Josephine Decker, 2020 production. It just mm -hmm. came out. Um, it features pretty high-profile actors and actresses. Elizabeth. I must say. Elizabeth Moss. Moss. I'm watching The Handmaid's Tale currently, so it was very strange for me to see her as something else than... The Handmaid June, um, and I must say she did really well. And she's actually also um, producing this film, as well as Martin Scorsese. So we yeah. were like quite intrigued by that. Very big names. Also, it features <laughs> Logan Lerman, oh. who we know as Percy Jackson. <laughs> Forget about that. It's Logan Lerman, very attractive young man. 
uh, some people might disagree, but uh, that's my opinion. <laughs> your humble opinion. Also, it featured um, who we know from Call Me By Your Name as the lovely father, Michael Stuhlbarg. Yeah. As Stanley. Not that lovely this no, time around. No, no. Not that lovely. So let's maybe discuss the premise of the film. Yes, please. Um, so the movie revolves around four main characters, exactly. I would say. Two couples. Yeah. So one older, like middle-aged couple and then a very young married couple who both are students and the father kind of of the family is the professor who invites the student who is played by Logan Lerman as Fred, who comes and lives with him and does lectures with him and is trying to become himself a professor yeah, at this university. Yeah. And it takes us on a wild ride. Indeed. With <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Shirley, the wife of the professor. Of Stanley, the professor. Who, honestly, this movie has such witchy vibes absolutely absolutely i think it's a really good film to watch in autumn actually yeah it really oh it definitely has season. that vibe the colors yes very dark and yes sometimes very claustrophobic i was really shocked because i don't watch horror movies i can't do that i'm <laughs> too fragile to do such a thing and i must say we went into the cinema and like within the first 10 minutes, all of a sudden, I wasn't so sure anymore if it <laughs> wasn't um, a horror movie. Oh my God. And I got really scared and I said to our friend that was also there like, is this a horror movie? And she was like, I'm not so sure. Because uh, um, I was actually sitting away because obviously because of the Corona measures, I had to like, we couldn't sit the three of yeah, us together. And I had no idea. I was, like, enjoying it so much. I was like, if this is a horror movie, I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got but really scared. And that kind of overshadowed the entire movie because I was like, what if something really bad is going to happen now? Like, I mean, really terrible. I mean, really bad did Fair happen. enough, fair enough. Because basically, Shirley is a writer. She's a horror writer. Yeah. That's what also I was like, <clears throat> this is going to be a horror movie. She's inspired by a missing girl's case. Mm -hmm. And she is a very dark character. Like, Super dark. So mysterious from the beginning. Like the young um, woman that is living Rose. with them, Rose. She... Uh, is so intrigued by her and is a big like admirer of Shirley's work. But Shirley is just so hostile. And we can also see that this movie definitely also deals with um, how women's mental health is uh, perceived. Yes. And uh, this movie is set in, like I guess, the 50s. Yes, yes, yes. I would say so too. And yeah. uh, obviously uh, Shirley so shows a lot of signs of suffering from depression absolutely yeah she is a bit agoraphobic i would say yeah. which means she never leaves the house and she's very afraid of leaving the house yes. and um yeah it deals a lot with um mental illness issues but also the inequality of men and women in the 50s so much yeah after we came out, you said. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I maybe it's it. a bit <laughs> controversial of me to say it here. But after I left the theater, I was like, oh, this really made me like 
not be so not be so content with the other gender you know (laughs) and you said what did you want to put on our fridge elizabeth uh nothing (laughs) just a very hostile message a hostile (laughs) statement against men no because basically um it really portrays the suppression of women by men and also Mm -hmm. kind of like um I perceived it as like a classicist. Is that yeah. how you say? No, class. Yeah, classicist. Um, a lot of oppression, a lot of discrimination, mm-hmm. and how like men just took advantage and still take to this day, obviously, um, advantage of women and just make them stay in like the the, um, the home sphere. Yeah, just they are kind of overshadowed. Absolutely, and also um, restricted so mm-hmm. much because Rose, for example. That is the um, next to Shirley, the other main female character yeah. in this movie, and um, she actually is also a student. But then she got pregnant, and now she's not allowed to go to university yeah. anymore. And she has to stay home, and she has to cook for all the like for the four of As them, per request which she hates. By the professor who and molests her, who molests like, her. He's disgusting. Calls ah. her wifey. I was really oh, every time he said wifey. I Terrible, to the little wife. That's what out. he called her. Yeah, and um, it definitely like kind of shows how like people would have this co- like misconception of female hysteria and yeah, like, so much think that these women like French when sh- friendship between women it must be like some type of witch thing mm. or whatever. And like surely, I love that part where. Uh, so basically, this very posh woman that also works at the university considers oh, right. Shirley also like a witch, and then they're like at this dinner party, and um, like she just like takes the woman's hand, is like taps on her wrist, and like whispers at her, yeah. and the woman was <laughs> petrified. She was Freaks like, she out. just hexed me. She's yeah. gonna kill me, and she yeah. ran away. And Shirley was just like laughing and yeah. i thought that part was just that was awesome. really good indeed That's, yeah. i agree with you but yeah this movie i definitely think that this is one of the mo- like must watch of the season i, I would agree. say yes because um it deals with a lot of interesting issues and also very relevant very deep like very relevant yes again we see a female friendship or more than that maybe even um which is very really difficult to (laughs) pinpoint i would say i mean you know i think there's room for different interpretations of this movie that's how i would say it. yeah and also um i just think that even though it's set in the 50s it's still very relevant Super to relevant, today yeah. and the struggles of just as a woman to be taken seriously sometimes yes, in certain yes. like in most industries and how it's something that we still need to talk about and also, and also sorry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how um like this issue that all women deal with no. that we can get pregnant and how this can interfere with our wishes for different things mm. in life maybe and um but not career and all that and stuff and not only concerning gender but also no. age yes yes how yes, yes, yes. so the couple is an older couple who um both are very intellectual aca- academic yes, people yes and they think they're the best yeah they, they think really think they're the shit like they're above <laughs> this younger couple and don't take them seriously and Oftentimes they're like referring to them as like children. The kids. And yeah. that how 
these really big forces that of people that are much older than us uh, might only see us as kids and not take us seriously. And even, I mean, Shirley, even her, sorry, <laughs> even Shirley um, kind of abuses her power over Rose. Oh, so much. Yeah, and but it, it's not really clear. I feel like you can't really blame her. I didn't oh, go out oh. of the movie hating her kind oh. of because she's just taken advantage of by her husband who is the most terrible character ever like i mean i get it but also i think shirley definitely also knew what she was doing oh yeah and she just yeah but really she just sucked the life out of rose as a way out i'm guessing mm. well she stayed in the same True. she didn't leave she just True. ruined kind of that couple even yeah. you know the ending the storyline is very too much but the storyline is very very complex confusing yeah. i think i felt like the the editing in this movie is really really good really extraordinary like i really like that so if you if you um, like movies with very interesting yeah. editing techniques that's something for you very to watch. out of the box kind of yes yes yeah. it was very different and also i mean the editing really contributed to me thinking that this might be a horror movie which again it's not it really isn't it's just a little like maybe like whimsical i felt you know? like it was a bit like fantasy witchy yeah yeah also witchy, the colors are very very nice very very pretty this yeah cinematography is so amazing beautiful. in this and yeah i mean with there's a lot of known names in this yeah so it was very highly anticipated and it really did not disappoint it did not so um i would say go watch it go watch it with who with whom mm, i would say you can go with friends. Yeah. Maybe with your girls, if you're, you know, because <laughs> men, you're not going to love men after watching this movie. <laughs> what can I say? Or no, actually also take your guy friends, like, and all guys should go and watch this too, to maybe, you know, reflect on their behavior yeah. as well. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, but like, um, you can go watch it, I think. Any, with anyone. anyone. It's not very particular. Day, like, say. it's not yeah. going to hit like a personal spot, no, I would no. say, in that way. No. So, yeah, I would say this is a very good, like, evening film, though. Yeah. Like, do not go see this. On a rainy day, it yeah. works very well. Yeah. So, yeah. Moving on, I think Let's we have move to. on. Yeah. To my all-time favorite, Baby Teeth, <laughs> by Shannon Murphy, 2020 film as well. Um, we actually haven't discussed it yet, you nope. and me. I'm very curious to hear. I already said, for me, this is the best film that I have seen all year, hands down. I love it. I love it so much. What's your opinion? I really want to know. All right. So I really, really love the movie. It's not my favorite necessarily. Okay. okay. Um, more so because of the plot. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I, I mean, this is a very special I think type we should tell. Oh, we story. Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> we can okay. go into it. Um, but it's a very special kind of story and... Sometimes um, watching this type of movie is feels just too heavy for me. Okay. Um, especially because I anticipated it a lot. Yeah, because, because I Theresa hyped it up quite a lot. Yeah. Telling me so much about it and the day that yeah. she came back home. Damn, I was devastated. Out. I was knocked out. She was really devastated and on the floor really like Truly, honestly eating chocolate honestly and, and then like the ne whole next day was like 
<clears throat> I felt very numb and empty. You know, yeah. it triggered me a lot. But so basically, this movie um, it's it's a coming of age film, and it tells the story of Miller and Moses and uh, Miller's family. And it's an Australian movie. And I actually thought that the story was so well composed. Every component was right for me. Um, it's not a cancer movie. That's really important mm. for me to say because Mila um, has a form of cancer. It's not clear what kind she has, but also nothing is really explained. Yeah. And um, I think it's they basically don't even say cancer. No, no, they no. Only you just know in the end. Like talk that, about yeah. her, like. That they reference Ill. her yeah. chemo exactly. at some point exactly. and stuff and like she mentions a lump or something yeah. and that's all we know yeah it's no nothing is explained yeah. which i think is really great and um it basically for me it's a movie about how great it is to be alive mm. like it showed all the like the beautiful things what it means to be young because she yeah. kind of is forced to enjoy her life to the very fullest and she um, until the last until the moment, last moment. Yeah. and she meets Moses who's like a a punk kind of um like stray cat kind of yeah like kind stray of dog person. Kind of person he is played by the wonderful Toby Wallace who I really like actually oh, very nice um he is such a good actor and he so I feel awesome like he's really good at playing specific roles <laughs> kind of like troublemaker yeah kind like of the troubled kind of kid yes, yes. and uh, he definitely has a face for it I yeah would say. like he has that kind of look that would make you like Oh, okay. This, <laughs> this is a bad boy. <laughs> you know? Yes, and so he he also like is a kind of troublemaker um, in this movie, mm. and um, they become friends. And I feel like Moses really takes Mila out of her comfort zone. And there's this one beautiful scene um, where they go to a party. And, oh, uh, like, yeah. Um, in that city was there. amazing and damn like i did not expect that the party was gonna be like that i saw how moses was like a punky kind of person so i thought it was gonna be like i know some maybe like death metal dirty <laughs> like whole kind of situation i don't know okay. but damn this party i want to attend this party it looked so Awesome! I it was, was so really beautiful. Surprised too. Like there were very few people kind of yes. in the room. Like it was not the, this type of packed party, but not, it was just yeah. like people very artsy, drugs, arts, and like yeah. being like very in the zone. Kind yeah. of. It's not a lot of people. There's like multiple rooms, and they're just dancing. But I think like the editing, the music in this film, the music are is insane. gorgeous. Like, you should definitely listen like to the like to your playlist of the soundtrack. But if I we keep crushing against the table a lot today, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm fine, so sorry. Um, you will yeah. be forgiven. Music is awesome. Also, really wonderful. I was so in love with the colors in this movie. Oh. So I love the fact that it was so colorful. Yes, also, Milo yes, was yes, wearing yes. the floral prints all the time. Like I felt like she was had great as well. a floral dress in every color for every occasion. Yeah. And I thought this is a very important, like symbolic part of it to like kind of show that like th this aspect of her or like what she really wants to get out of life. As much as yeah. she can before she no longer has the power to control it, I would say. But it's really interesting to me that you feel as if this movie is a lot about enjoying life and 
just living to the fullest but something that have really like really stood out to me in this movie is the people around her yes 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 herself her too, parents as well but also her how sometimes in life there's things that you know are gonna happen and that you cannot stop them or you know a moment is gonna end and you really want to grasp onto it and this was something that i felt throughout the entire movie i was really like and i this is something i can really relate to because sometimes i really find myself trying to grasp a moment so hard that i'm actually not enjoying it because i'm just mm. thinking about when i'm gonna lose it and i felt like this movie to me or like i inter interpreted it more as if this movie is about that for me Interesting. obviously because okay. yeah. there's a lot of different perspectives yeah. to look at it because i can totally see also why it could be just about enjoying life to the fullest but sometimes i really try to understand so why does Mila want to be with moses so much Oh, like, because he takes her out of her comfort exactly. zone. Exactly. Like, he um, but broadens even when her he, horizon. When he, like, breaks her trust and, yeah. like, steals from her family. Yeah. And does, like, all these awful things yeah, to her. Then I would always wonder, like, why? And then... I really liked, I though, that nothing was, ex was explained in this movie. Yeah. And I thought that the relationship between Mila and Moses was so beautifully written. I really, really liked it so much. And, like... um. Miller's relationship with her parents, who are hilarious, by the way, as yeah. well. The, the film is like, it's so funny. I love yeah. <laughs> so much. And I cried so much. And all the, like, the little, there are a lot of like small characters yeah. that make um, occasional appearances. And it's just so... Oh, the little boy, like... <sighs> so adorable. Oh, it's just so, so well composed. That's uh, what I felt like. It, actually, it's just, yeah, with so much love created. I love this movie. I love it, love it, love it. I cannot stress it enough. Actually, ah. I went to see it with... Um, our roommate, like we have two more roommates <laughs> who will be featured as well because they're yes. also part of the roomies. Um, <laughs> but I went with our other roommate, Polina, and it was so hilarious because she would like laugh out loud <laughs> in the theater. And I just loved it so much. It was like a really fun experience. And like we would marvel at how beautiful just the shots were. Yeah. Like it was insane. But... Yeah, and also I think like the relationships between the family members and everything was so beautiful, especially between and so layered as the, well. Exactly, know? it's like, really this layered. This is really important to say yeah. because uh, Mila and her mother, like I could relate so much to their dynamic. Like it's like they're fighting one second, they hate each other. And then the next second, Mila comes back from school and she just hugs her mother. Without saying a word. Without yeah. saying a, a word. And you can really feel how love can exist in, in a many way. different ways. That yeah. like, you can have misunderstandings, but what matters at the end of the day is that you can forgive each other and come back to each other. And I think most relationships in this film were like that. It's I like... Agree. There was no big, like, fallout or, like, even if there was a fight, like, the characters had so much love and tenderness for each yeah. other. They would yeah. come back and apologize and try to be, be better. But, like, it's so emotional. Like, 
this movie <laughs> will make you cry so much if it made yeah. theresa cry then it means something <laughs> it and really i was destroyed to me yeah. yeah what i would say um like i could go on and on about this movie what yeah. i love about it but i think we have to kind of come to an end for this yeah. one um what i would say if they're like if you're sensitive to like stories that are like that where cancer is involved like yeah. just <clears throat> that's just like a heads up mm -hmm. just make sure that you maybe are aware of it a little bit because like it can really hit you very hard so i would say go with someone that you really trust that you feel comfortable, comfortable around yeah. with that you feel comfortable crying in front so don't <coughs> go, go with someone that you are meeting for the first or second time I yeah would say. this is not like a first date no movie. no no and also yeah definitely be be more wary of who you are going with and like for this one yeah who because you it's very invite delicate. to it because I, I mean you don't want to share the experience everyone, with everyone i think I would everyone say. also has different life experiences and for sure. so it affects people differently so i think it is really important to be aware of that but i say that you guys should definitely go see it if you're interested and you um, should watch it it's as i said can handle my this number one for the entire year yeah. it's the best movie i've seen in a very 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 long time so please go check it out it's so wonderful oh, it's so great <laughs> just thinking <Okay>. about <laughs> it <laughs> okay all right we're coming back to ourselves <laughs> um the final yeah. contestant for today yeah so is, um, the amazingly shocking <laughs> and hilarious and absurd <laughs> Kingmaker. Imelda Marcos. <laughs> Marcos, please. <laughs> it's a film, um, a 2019 film by Lauren yeah. Greenfield. Documentary. A documentary as well. We're yeah. featuring three women directors today. Just uh, stressing again. <laughs> Female cinema, go and uh, support it. <laughs> and um, hilarious. In so the very beginning. Absurd. Absurd. Zert. It basically, um, it's a documentary about Imelda Marcos, the former first lady of the Philippines. And um, very, like their regime, <laughs> their governance, yes. like <laughs> had a huge like impact on the Philippines. Oh, yes. And this woman has like hundreds of charges against her by literally the united states of america and she's like oh yeah why would i steal a golden buddha or whatever and it's ridiculous she's like it's ridiculous that. and like she's also suspected of um planning the assassination of one of the uh, like political opponents of her husband who was a president at the time and she's like oh, i would never do that That's i would ridiculous. never hurt him I mean, he did talk too much, but he was a nice person. And <laughs> we're just like, what? This woman, it's kind of like a portrait of her, I would say. I think it's a portrait, but also critical very critical. It's super commentary critical. Absolutely, on the situation. Absolutely, because she is as extra as you can be. Yeah. Like, she will dress she up crazy. in diamonds and go visit the crazy. poor people of the Philippines. And it's like... The people, the poor people need a shining star in the dark. And she's just like giving out like bills to children on the street. She bought giraffes <laughs> and zebras. And put it on an island. And put them on an island in the Philippines. It's Because she wants to make it beautiful. Honestly. Okay, so. <laughs> it's absurd. I, I hope this is like, like not 
bad of me to say, but I really think she just has like major like mommy issues yes because yes. she considers herself like the mother of, of the world the world like more than just the philippines she's like she wants to be the mother of all and like make everything beautiful but i think she she caused is so much harm very much out of touch she out of touch is not even like the right oh. word to say this is like it feels like she's playing a character but like She's just oh no! So this much. really feels like those li- like her. this like reminds me of like the elderly women like back home in Portugal that are like they have like this vision in their head and you cannot stray away. You're like no, it like you, you know maybe the world works a little bit differently, and they're like, my child, you just don't know. <laughs> I'm like what are you talking about? And this is Imelda Marcos. She's just like Imelda. You know when they raided the palace. They couldn't find any documents about planning an assassination, but they only ba- found beautiful shoes. <laughs> and damn, know, she had wow. new shoes. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, so I would say um, this film, like on the one hand, is absolutely hilarious. And you, like, I was sitting there and I couldn't believe my own eyes what I was mm. seeing. Like, yeah. the decadence of like her way of living is insane i've never seen anything like it but on the other hand it also um is really relevant and talks about the current political situation it takes a dark turn and absolutely very unexpected from like being hilarious it to actually make it like relevant and valuable i think as well um and i for one i didn't know anything about that like at all very ignorant of me but yeah. like now i did a little more research and <clears> i was like shit i didn't know that the situation was so bad and um yeah yeah and especially like because i mean one would think that their influence in the philippines is over but no like there's so much corruption still going on involving that fam- yeah. family the marcus family is building a dynasty like yeah and although they're kind of working behind the scenes they are like they're using the current president kind of like to also make yes that was so shocking when i when, like when have they an told influence that and yeah. it's just really shocking this documentary all of imelda's children are in high positions yeah like high political positions in the philippines and like she's kind of like um directing everything yeah. she's like the puppet player kind of mm-hmm. which is so insane. trying to get her scary son after you watch to this be the documentary <laughs> it's so scary yeah. that this is real seriously yeah but like uh we do want to put like a trigger warning on this um on this documentary because it does have very graphic True. images yeah. L- like in the beginning it's funny but then it does turn very dark and it has graphic images and descriptions of uh, war- and it doesn't like warn you before. Crimes. I think personally they should have put a yeah. warning in the beginning of the movie because damn. Yeah, it like deals with a lot of like violence yeah. and um, brutality. Brutality. They literally show someone just getting shot, and yeah. <laughs> it's very very difficult to see. Um, but yeah, I think this is a really good movie to just go see with your friends and like educate yourself a little bit I more. Agree. I would say that's also actually a good movie for um, first date maybe. I would. I, mean, I would could. go. I would go. It's a good somewhere. conversation starter because exactly. I mean, Theresa and I, the days after we, we were, were just shocked, talking nonstop. <laughs> we now have a poster. Of yeah, we Marcus. have a poster of 
like the movie poster in our bathroom <laughs> in our toilet yeah. to be frank um and now <laughs> she is classy. um watching us doing <laughs> oh, our no. business that's okay. literally what it's like and she looks very okay. judgy okay this is uh, too much information i'm sorry <laughs> anyways but, um, um but yeah definitely what a character if you want to educate yourself a little bit more and are um aware of the sensitive topic and also as i said like there's um tr like trigger warning yes please. you guys yeah. before you go see it um definitely go see it educate yourself it's always good to go to the movies and watch a documentary i don't think people yeah. do that enough especially at like multiplexes there's it's not really a thing it's not the offer yeah. so go support the local independent cinemas yeah. and it has they have been so many It has been screening for quite some time already, yeah. but it is still screening. So now is kind of, I think, the last chance to still grab it. Do so, please. Do so. Yeah. You're not going to regret it. All right. So um, after our top three, we're going to name our honorable mention. <laughs> And this one is <laughs> so good. <laughs> like if I if we didn't limit ourselves to three, I would definitely put this one on the list. <laughs> And it's. But I'm a cheerleader. <laughs> so freaking good. Wait, I actually have to From see. when is it? I think it's 1999. Uh, it's a 90s movie. Yeah. I actually don't know the exact date, but it was screened at Criterion. Yeah. I unfortunately don't think it's going to be screened again because um, the movie is... Uh, part of a program called Trump's America, A Suburban Dream. And it's a program that wants to raise awareness about, uh, yeah, the political climate and how conservatism and, uh, I don't know the other word anymore, <laughs> but like how it's still very prevalent. And these are very, I think they're only showing like 90s movies and very old movies, but to kind of like bring, uh, raise awareness again about these issues that are still existing in America especially under Trump. Mm -hmm. And uh, wow. But I'm a cheerleader. I watched it for the second time. Theresa, <laughs> would you like to give us your impression? Because I was looking forward to this <laughs> so much. <laughs> yeah, like you um, told me quite a lot before we got the chance to see yeah. it together. And damn, it was hilarious. So funny. It's a com like a comedy. It's 99. That, um, yeah, we, we, like, we, should own, like, we should keep it short. I don't yeah. want to give yeah. too much information, but it's hilarious hilarious so funny so i was laughing absurd. constantly my cheeks were hurting after we got like left the cinema because <laughs> i was laughing so but much. to keep it like really <laughs> short the premise of the movie is this young girl like high school girl who her boyfriend is a jock she's a cheerleader and everything's going great until her parents and her friends organize an intervention and are like we're sending you to conversion camp because It seems like you don't really like kissing your boyfriend and you're a vegetarian. Clear indicator, you must be a lesbian. So we, you ha we have RuPaul coming in being the ex-gay, <laughs> very like very controversial it's kind really of. It's really important to say it's like, like a it's comedy a satire. Though. It's a satire, yeah. absolutely. And it's a Nothing big comment and they're yeah. really like kind of taking the piss at um, these conversion ter therapies. Hilarious. And also at Criterion, I really recommend going to see, especially if you do speak Dutch, Because they have guests, um, like uh, guest people that come in and talk about their experiences with the issue that is handled in the film. And in our case, that was actually someone 
that had been to conversion therapy himself. Yeah. And that was very interesting. So yeah, definitely go crazy. check that out. And also, I think the rest of this program is really relevant now leading up to the elections. Mm-hmm. If you get the chance, like, go check take it out. advantage of yeah. it. Go and see it. I think I don't have any honorable mentions. I watched kind of like quite a lot of like trash as well. Not like uh, not bad yeah. movies per se, but like nothing that else, I don't, like, didn't know, really get to that see. I, that needs that I have to right. mention it here. But on my watch list, actually, for the rest of October are quite a few movies. Um, first of all, I really want to see Rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like an English movie, if I'm not mistaken. It's like a coming of age British film i watched the trailer looks really cool i really want to looking for i'm looking forward to seeing that um as well as kajillionaire i think that's what it's called <sighs> really want to see that this trailer looked so interesting i really want to see that i'm very curious okay. i think we should see it together we'll give it a try of course i think like the ones we're planning on seeing next like you should be on the lookout for maybe mm-hmm. go see it because mm-hmm. um some of these are actually premiering yeah so uh they will definitely be in the theaters when this podcast episode comes out so yeah kajillionaire i'm gonna give it a try i'm very skeptical about it i that saw the trailer me so much yeah and i was like I'm not so sure about the two main actresses in this. I don't mm. know if I really like it. I was very but intrigued. Very intrigued. We'll see. And uh, then the premiere of The Trial of the Chicago 7. Yeah. I am really excited about this. Yeah. I really, really want to see it. It has good ratings on Cineville, which is very rare. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, this looks like a very interesting film that I need to see. So yeah. be on And the very lookout. like political as well. So yeah. Uh, That's very cool. I think um, I really want to see it at Film Holland. I don't know why, but <laughs> I really want to go there. So, yeah. And then The Nest, I was like putting it on my list. I was like, The yeah, Nest looks interesting. It has a very famous people in it. And I was like, okay. Oh, it looked kind of scary to me too. Yeah. Yeah. But well, let's yeah, get um, you out of your comfort zone. <coughs> I'll be there. <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. <laughs> but yeah, so these are um, the ones, the movies on our lists. And uh, we hope to discuss them soon yeah and if you guys have any (laughs) further suggestions like feel free to just um let us know on instagram please and uh yeah thank you so much for listening to our it was a blast once again (laughs) it was a blast And as usual, we're like struggling. (laughs) We are struggling to put on the music once more um, for a lovely outro. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm still like searching. It was a good day today. I hope everyone is doing well. Also, now make sure to reserve um, tickets well in advance because due to the corona restrictions, it's getting more and more difficult to go to the cinema. But nonetheless... Make sure that you reserve in advance. And be safe, guys. Be safe, please, yes. See ya. It was a blast. I'm looking forward to the next episode.